This episode brought to you by the Roster Up Media Network, home to tangible insights for the NFL and fantasy sports. Check us out at rosterupmedia.com. Welcome to another edition of the Eagle Up Pod, brought to you by the Roster Up Media Network. I'm your host, Matt, along with my boy, Nick. We're going to start this episode off by going into the draft recap and um, all the draft picks that the Eagles picked a couple weeks ago. Nick, uh, how you been feeling lately? I'm good, man. I just want to start this episode off real quick by just saying uh, a big happy birthday to my co-host, Matt. Uh, for those of you who don't know, my man turned 30. Big 3-0. Had to throw that out there. Happy birthday, brother. Thanks. I really appreciate it. I've made it to the third floor and you know it feels pretty good you know I'm getting up there in age but you know at the I'm still young by uh by everybody else's means but it uh it feels good thank you thank you for joining my birthday party on uh on Saturday you know my wife threw me a great surprise birthday party it was Kentucky Derby themed and uh I was I, was, I saw you you were having a great time uh, I you know I always have a good time bro bouncing and but no it was a good time it was a good time good party I enjoyed it all right, cool. All right, but we're going to start off by um, on draft night. The Eagles started things off hot and heavy, and they traded up from the 15th pick to the 13th pick. They traded away their 15th pick, pick 124, 162, and 166 to the Houston Texans, and in return, they picked Jordan Davis, who is a defensive tackle out of Georgia. Nick, how'd you like that pick? I mean, for starters, so much has gone on in, in the Eagle in Eagle Nation since the last time we've spoken. Um, I mean, if we're going to start with Jordan Davis, I loved it. I mean, big body, big energy, Georgia defense, played in big games, played in the SEC, which is huge. Um, and he'll fit perfectly. Um, he'll learn from Cox for, for a year. Um, and then it'll be his, it'll be his, uh, his job going forward. And I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see him play. He's a big body, huh? Oh, he's huge. And, you know, how he even addressed that in his um, press conference also. He picked Jordan Davis because of, you know, obviously his size, his talent, but also the experience that he comes with. You know, he plays in the big games. He comes from a Georgia defense who obviously, obviously Georgia as a college had a, a slew of draft picks going around in the first and second round and leading up all throughout the draft. But you know what? He's going to learn from one of the best. And, uh, this was a great pick, a, a need pick. And honestly, he was probably the number one on their draft board. I'm a, um, they I'm had, a huge advocate of, of, like, taking players from, like, the SEC because it matters, bro. Like, if you look at the Jets, like, like Zach Wilson, for instance, like, coming from, like, a school, like, or even, like, Malik Willis. These guys coming from school, like, BYU, Liberty. Like, the talent you play, the discrepancy from the talent at those levels in college to the NFL are, like – they don't even belong in the same realm, you know? No, and especially, like, you have to pick guys that are obviously studying a NFL-type defense or offense that they're able to carry over. I mean, I know that back when we picked Wentz, Wentz was a big thing. Uh, that was a big thing coming from North Dakota State that they ran some type of NFL profile offense. Yep. But, you know, I'm a big advocate of picking people that have play in the biggest games because you know that the, um, the nerves are there. They're obviously the butterflies are there, but they're going to, at that time, they're going to excel and they're going to get into the group of the game because they've been there before. And um, 
uh, like you said, Malik Willis, I think that's the reason why he dropped so much coming from a, a, a small name school, Liberty. You're going to have guys like that, but then you're going to have guys that, you know, get drafted and who knows, Malik Willis could have a great career. But when you're having these type of picks and, and early round picks, you got to go with what the, the for sure pick. And uh, Jordan Davis was there. They had to jump uh, the Ravens in order to get him, I believe, because I think he uh, the Ravens were high on him as well. Um, if you need a obviously go over any of the Raven Up podcasts, go listen to my our boy Jeff. But we uh, hopped right in front of the Ravens and p- picked Jordan Davis, which you know maybe that screwed up their draft board, but we were for cert- for certain lucky to ha- get Jordan Davis. My man Malik Willis showed up to the draft thinking he was going to go in the first round. Yeah, but that's the way that that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes, you know. I'd be hurt. All right, moving on though. This is the pick. Well, technically not the pick, but the moment of the draft where I think every single Eagle fan jumped out of their seat. The Eagles traded away pick 18 and pick 101 for AJ Brown, who is a for sure top 10 receiver in the league. Nick, how are you feeling when that happened? Thrilled. No, when that happened, when that when that news dropped, man, I was just I remember I was just sitting there watching the draft. I started going through my phone all of a sudden, refreshing Twitter. Scheffner pops up. And that's when you know it's real, you know? Anytime, like, you see Scheffner tweet something, it's like, all right. Like, this is real. No, but I'm excited, man. I just think um, – Yeah, except for the Tom Brady retirement, but we won't Yeah, well, it. you know, everybody, <laughs> everybody the world dropped the ball on that. Um, but, uh, no, I'm excited, bro. I, I, I just think that he – he adds a, a piece to our offense. Yeah, I, I had a I had a feeling like when when we first got him, the first thing I thought about for some reason was like an Alshon Jeffrey vibe. You know, like because yeah, when but, we when but, we brought but in better, Alshon, but, but better, better, but better, way better of a talent. But like when we brought in Alshon Jeffrey, like it was because we needed a number one receiver. We needed that top guy on the outside who's going to go up, you know, fight for those one on one balls and make big plays. And that's what AJ Brown does. And I don't know about you, but I love the fact that he's best friends with Jalen Hurts. No, uh, that's a very good quality to have. You have a guy that Jalen Hurts obviously advocated for that are very close. He's very comfortable with him. And they're going to want to improve each other. And A.J. Brown is obviously going to want to help his boy get that contract and and continuously start for the Philadelphia Eagles. And this was a huge trade especially seeing what we gave up for him. We gave a first-round pick and pick 101, which it was a comp pick from the Saints trade. Looking at all the other wide receiver trades, like um, the Tyreek Hill trade and the Devontae Adams trade. Now, I'm not saying, obviously, A.J. Brown needs a couple more years to determine whether or not he's a Tyreek Hill-type player or a Devontae Adams-type player, but we didn't give that up, give up that much for him. But and, you know, thing. I know – When you have – sorry to cut you off, but when you have A.J. Brown – on one side of the field and you have a guy like Devonte Smith on the other side of the field, you don't need AJ Brown to be Tyreek Hill. No, exactly. And especially that he's going to, he's going to obviously take the number one corner for most of the series and most of the drives. And this is going to be letting Devonte Smith just run wild. And it's going to be very huge for his development that he doesn't have to take that number one corner anymore, or he doesn't have to have all the pressure on the shoulders that I have to show out today, or I have to show up today. The ball is going to come his way. This is going to allow the offense to really facilitate to all the other talented players that we have around them, that around Jalen Hurts. That was initially one of my first thoughts off the top of my head, too, when, when I heard about um, A.J. Brown coming over was 
I was just I got so so excited for Devonte Smith because he is he's a stud man and I, and I just I I want I can't wait for him to just take off and and become the the real number one of our team eventually. And to be honest, what, what what people don't also realize about the contract because I know a lot of people were like, oh, we gave him a hundred million. You know, he he gave him twenty five million a year, but after those four four years are done, guess what? we're going to be coming right into a Devontae Smith contract potentially because it's how important it is to have that fifth year option for that first round pick. I mean, bro, so, people can sit around and, and blame and, and, you know, say, Oh, you, you, you know, you're paying this guy, this, this, and, and that receiver this. And it's like, bro, that's the market. That's, that's the world that we live in. We, we, you need these players to win. So how can you, well, not, you know, that's what, that's what Christian Kirk, and the Jaguars. I mean, the Jaguars messed up this. I mean, outside of that, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, for instance, but but a guy like AJ Brown. AJ Brown has the resume. AJ Brown has proved that he's a, a dominant receiver in this league, a number one type guy, a top five receiver in the league. Christian Kirk. No, he. Yeah, AJ Brown deserves it. I mean, Christian Kirk was a best, uh, almost a three or. I mean, I guess he was the two in in Arizona, but you know, he was nowhere near as good as as D Hop, obviously, and. He, to me, he, how many how many years has he been in the league? Two, three. I mean, now nah, he tested free agency, so at least four. But I mean, Girl, Christian Kirk, yeah, has been been he, four years in the league. He, you know, he didn't put up numbers to deserve that money. I mean, I feel we got a guy for not much in the draft. Um, we didn't give up too much, is what I mean. And and you know, we paid him what he deserves. I mean, I feel like I don't think we overpaid. I, I think we got we got our guy. I'm pumped. We got our guy. No, it's. It's a, it's a huge um, addition to our team. I mean, we obviously harped on the, how it's going to help Devontae Smith, but don't forget about Dallas Goddard. You know, this yeah, is a tight dude. end who's, who's a top five tight end who gets open, who makes big plays for us. This is only going to open up things for him, open up the running game even more for hopefully Miles Sanders has a big year. And that, Kenneth Gainwell, I know we – That's a big if. That, oh, like, big that, that, that's big that's 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 something that we really need to go our way. Now, no, now I feel comfortable. There's no excuses for Jalen Hurts. You have two stud wide receivers. You have an animal at tight end. You know, so Jalen Hurts, the wide receiver. You know, the passing core. That that's that's out of the way. To me, our no. biggest concern now is Miles Sanders. Are you going to show up, or are you going to continue to do what you have been doing for us? No, and it's definitely going to be a telltale year for him. And the, but this, like you said, Jalen Hurts. There's no excuses anymore. It's he has every tool around him that is going to see what he's capable of. And I think that I'm very, very excited for what he's going to bring this year. I mean, look, last year we made the playoffs. It was nine and eight. Um, he has to be a better passer. We all know that. But if he comes in with like a thirty passing touch, like a three to one touchdown interception ratio still running the football well, not taking as many big hits. Obviously, turnovers are, are down. I mean, how can you not give this guy a contract? Or how can you not go forward with this guy and use the two first-round picks next year to better this team and get more talent, on, especially the defensive side of the ball? I want to see him run the ball a little less this year, considering the fact but, that now he has three great targets. I mean, Well, it's like especially for durability and – you know, so he can stay on the field longer. I mean, look at what the ankle injury did to him after the Giant game. Did it affect him a little bit? It's a pass-first league. You know, you want to win, you got to pass. I mean, so he's got to show that arm off this year. And look, they got they got his guy. They got one of his best friends. They got a guy that he's going to be comfortable with. And you know what? Howie Roseman did what he needed to do. He's like, here, here are the keys. How about let's see how you drive this bus. And we're certainly going to see. And it's going to be in a very, very exciting year because with the Eagles' new additions, we're, we're being taught, uh, talked about 
as you know, not only a play, um, I wouldn't say a Super Bowl contender, but you know, a team, team that, a team that could go deep in the playoffs. Top team in the NFC. We can go to the playoffs, and we can definitely make some noise. I would. We'll, I wouldn't. We'll, want, I wouldn't want to play us in the first round of the playoffs. Absolutely not. I wouldn't want to play us at all right now. But yeah. let's we'll we'll dive we'll dive back in on the AJ Brown um, trade um, in a little bit. But let's keep going throughout the draft. And um, in round two, we selected center out of Nebraska, Cam Jurgens, and this guy came highly recommended by Jace, Jason Kelsey. What do you think about that? Which is awesome, isn't it? Like you got a guy, awesome. you got a guy in your locker room who's been with your 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 organization for his entire career, and he turns around and says, "Take this guy." The guy, a guy who plays the same position as him because he likes him and he's going to, you know, mentor him. And that's our center. I feel like, you know, even with, with Jordan Davis and then in the second round taking Jurgens, we, we, we set ourselves up to replace Cox and we set ourselves up to replace uh, Jason Kelsey, two cornerstones of our franchise. I think it's huge. We struck big in those first two rounds and we didn't even get there. anchoring, anchoring the trenches, which you yep. always love, which we have always said this, the Eagles, um, harp heavily on the trenches, which we see in the playoffs time and time again. The team that wins in the trenches usually wins the football game. And that was a huge, huge pick for us. Um, I liked it. Some say it was a little early. It could be early. But look, like you said, we're, we're asking one of the franchise's most coveted players of his opinion. And did you, I love the, the reaction on um, when Jason Kelsey um, on his, I believe it might have been a, a podcast that he was talking on. But they were like, oh, they just picked a center, and they were shocked. And then Kelsey just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I told him to do that. <laughs> it was so funny. Hilarious. He's the man. And, look, and it's not even that, you know, he comes out as a center, but he, uh, he can also play guard. He's very versatile, and that's, um, that's what you love about. He's probably going to play guard this year. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. So, which is you know. yeah. so uh, now we're going to move on to round three. The biggest, is a, steal. the biggest steal probably of the draft, N'Kobe Dean, who's a linebacker out of Georgia. And I still can't believe how far he fell. And um, unfortunately, maybe he did come with some maybe injury history or he might well, be injured or I don't know. But I mean, that we're was very the, lucky to have him. And that was, uh, that was a thought. huge pick. The thought, that, the thought was that he was injured. And I'm assuming that's why he, you know, he, he dropped so far. But, I mean, he was a full participant at, at rookie camp and – you know, he came, supposedly came in 100% healthy and ready to go. So I'm thrilled, man. I think that was the biggest steal of the draft. It's probably the biggest steal pick the Eagles have had in years. Um, I'm excited for him. Um, we filled a huge hole linebacker. Um, and I think having him and Jordan Davis, two, two studs from that, that Georgia defense, is going to be huge for us. because defense- And especially – and like we were going back with the A.J. Brown and um, Jalen Hurts and how close they are. Pairing N'Kobe Dean and Jordan Davis, two guys coming from Georgia, how easy that's going to make it for them. How comfortable going through, you know, rookie minicamp and minicamp and training camp and how they're going to be able to kind of um, coach each other and kind of just talk to each other throughout the whole process. I think that was completely huge, especially coming from a Georgia defense that had studs all over the place. So it's, you know, you bring in a guy that could control your defense. You know, we haven't had a guy like that probably since Jeremiah Trotter. And Nicole Dean, hopefully um, the durability issues is not there. And that was kind of just something, a rumor or something that got lost. But we're, uh, we're happy to have him. And he's going to be an anchor on that defense if he stays healthy. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. Because 
I mean, we, we lucked out in the draft, man. We did how, how he stepped up. All right, going in, going into to, to night one, I was a little – I had no idea, to be honest. I don't know about you, but I, I didn't have, like, any, any thought in my head that we were going to go this way or that way. I didn't even know if we were going to pick twice in the first round. Um, but no, I'm no, I didn't. And um, oh no, we we absolutely. I we'll get to draft gate draft grades a little bit later, but we'll round out our draft with two six round picks, and um, it's going to be Kyron Johnson, who's a linebacker out of Kansas, and Grant Calcaterra, which I'm hopefully I'm saying that right, which is a tight end at a, uh, SMU. Um, look, we got another linebacker. We obviously need we need linebackers. Tight ends, we've obviously picked some great tight ends throughout the draft history, and um, hopefully he can be another anchor on that side um, across from Dallas Goddard. Um, yeah, you can never have the six round picks. I look at them, just throw some paint. It's like throwing paint against the wall, hope it sticks. If it doesn't, so be it. Hey, look at Jordan Maialata, though. But yeah, you never know. You could strike. I mean, Dak Prescott, fourth round, Tom, I mean, Tom Brady. So you never know. Never, never, no. And um, so what is your draft grade? Let's go with draft grades now. Uh, for the Eagles, um, I, I'd give them a B plus. I mean, I, I think, you know, an A is, you know, I don't think an A is worthy considering just because we didn't have that many picks. Um, but, I mean, I, I don't consider, do you consider A.J. Brown part of the draft? I mean, if you consider A.J. Brown part of the draft, then I guess you could put him in the A, school, a category because, you know, that's obviously, you know. AJ yeah, I'll keep uh, – Look, we, it was a I'll go with a B. Yeah. I'll go with a B just because we didn't address the secondary, which hopefully now that James Bradbury got released, we'll be able to pick him up on, you know, a last-minute free agent contract, how he's um, notorious for that. Yeah, um, we have to they, – they like who we have at safety with Kayvon Wallace. We have Epps. We have Anthony Harris. You know, these are guys that could, you know, you expect your young players to step up when, you, when there's a hole or when there's a need. So hopefully that goes around. Um, but go, going back to the draft, I mean, getting A.J. Brown, Jordan Davis, I mean, what we gave up, we gave up our own fourth, fifth, and the sixth to trade up to uh, uh, the sixth from the commanders to trade up to Jordan Davis. I mean, I give that all day, especially if you believe this guy is the guy. And to give up only a first-round pick and just a comp pick that we got from the Saints trade, I mean, that was a home run. I do believe, though, what happened was that we definitely really loved Jamison Williams. Mm -hmm. The reason why we went for the AJ Brown trade was because what of what the Lions did. Yeah, I'm pr I'm pretty sure that's what happened. I mean, it it only made sense because as soon as um, we moved up, and then all of a sudden he was gone, and then I think Howie was like, "Oh shit!" But they had to have had a backup plan. No, of course, and I think once uh, London went off the board, and it just you know an avalanche full of wide receivers from there on out. I think um, it kind of forced – not forced Howie. This is probably something that he, he always had in the back of his head. But I think that if he was able to trade up for Jordan Davis at 13 and then he was, he was waiting, waiting, seeing if maybe Jamison Williams, Williams was falling, he probably would have stuck maybe at 18 or maybe tried, tried to move up from 18 a little earlier. But um, either way, I, I would take both. And I am ecstatic that we got A.J. Brown, especially more of a, a polished receiver – you would have to have to have Jamison Williams come along a little bit, especially with the injury. But Jamison Williams is a stud. Don't get me wrong. But I would I to get a guy like AJ Brown for any pick. To be honest with you, I'm doing only because I would feel way more comfortable with a proven player 
than taking a shot on on a rookie, especially a rookie that's coming off an ACL. I know he's like lightning in a bottle. He's dominant. He's a stud. But those are all hypotheticals until, you know, he gets on the field and proves it. A.J. Brown, proven player, proven stud. Um, I don't know if you saw the statistic, but A.J. Brown in his career on the field, the Titans are 11-2, and or I believe it was last year, 11-2. and And without him, they were under 500. So um, obviously a game changer. Obviously his presence presence is felt on the field. So I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic. I mean, I, I think the cards fell perfectly for us. I think the Lions taking Jameson Williams was fate. And I'm, I'm happy they did at this point, to be honest. No, absolutely. And I'm sure James and the boys over at the lineup pot are ecstatic with their draft. So if you need to go, anybody that's listening and wants to go listen to them, head over to their page and give them a listen as well. I'd be thrilled not to have my new star wide receiver until like week 13. <laughs> hey, look, they did, had to do what they had to do. All right? yeah, the Lions had a good draft. The Lions had a good they draft. Did. They did. A lot of those, a lot of those bottom, bottom list teams in the NFL had great drafts. The Giants did well. Jets did great. Lions to be honest, I was, to be honest, I was really nervous after the top 10 picks and what the Giants did and how they were able to get Thibodeau and Neal. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, everybody fell to them. I was, happy, I was, like, I was happy they didn't get Sauce. I would have been so disappointed. I know. Well, they, he, didn't, he doesn't have to be still in the same building. He has so much swag. You see him walk up to the stage with the Sauce necklace on. It's got a little Sauce. Gold, yeah, that was awesome. Diamond Sauce cup on his neck. <laughs> well, I, th- I do think that. I mean, you know, it's funny how these drafts go. I mean, because I think if, if Thibodeau or even Sauce, one of them fall closer to pick nine or ten, I think the Eagles are trading up. I agree. I mean, I, I feel like they would have taken a shot. I mean, you see, you even see Darius Slay. I don't know if you follow Darius, Darius Slay on Twitter, but he advocates for an, uh, uh, another cornerback, like, harder than anybody. He wanted – I mean, he was, he was out there trying to bait uh, Ty Matthew coming to come to Philly help the secondary so I mean that was the only disappointment I thought we had in the draft was not addressing the secondary but hey they seem like you said before they seem to love these guys we have Epps and 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 uh, Anthony Harris so we'll see what happens I mean they get paid the now, big this, so this might be an easy question because of obviously we obviously see how much talent the offense has now but looking at the roster now after the draft obviously the biggest hole here is corner and safety and uh, you can even start, you know, getting a little younger at the line. But where would you like them to go maybe if they can grab someone that is still on the list in free agency? Who would you like for them to kind of go after? Um, I mean, I, I guess at this point I wouldn't really mind uh, Bradbury. Um, he's a veteran. He's a good player. He's only 28, right? He's like 28, 29? 28, yeah. Yeah. So he, he's relatively on the younger side, I guess. He's on the, the right side of 30. Um, but – I wouldn't mind him. I mean, a one-year deal. I wouldn't give him. I wouldn't give him multiple years. But I mean, that's a sure thing. You know, another player that you know is going to come in and and he's established and he, you don't really have to worry too much about him. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind going the Bradbury way, but on on like a one-year deal, nothing too crazy. Yeah, you you still have some other guy, other names out there. I know that they're they're older, but you have like. I was just seeing that, you know, Chris Harris is still available. You have Kyle Fuller that's still available. And these guys, you know, 
I think that if we're going to do kind of like a Band-Aid at corner, it's definitely going to be on a one-year deal for maybe an older veteran cornerback. But, um, you know, hopefully uh, a younger guy steps up. You know, obviously this is what you expect when you draft, and you want your guys to obviously um, take that next step. And that honestly all kind of hinges on Jonathan Gannon and the defensive staff. But, you know, they need to start getting the most out of these uh, younger players and especially for Jordan Davis and Nicole Dean. I mean, look, I was going to say, we, it's a, we have to start getting at the quarterback more too. And I, and Nicole Dean and or Jacoby Dean and um, Jordan Davis are going to hopefully help us get there. You know, that was one thing we lacked last year. And, and before last year, that was one of our strengths every year was rushing the passer and getting to the quarterback. So having B Graham back is going to be huge. And, you know, that will also help the secondary, you know, not, you know, not put as much, coverage pressure on the secondary to you know stay with these guys for such long periods of time while the quarterback rolls out or sits in the pocket because you know last year we were not getting to this guy you know consistently these quarterbacks were having three four seconds in the pocket and that that's all day in football so if we can we can track down that quarterback a little bit more it will also you know take some take some stress off the secondary which will be huge and I think um, Dean and, and Davis should uh, should definitely help us get there. No, and especially with um, getting Dean and obviously signing Kazir White, I mean, I think we're going to be able to unleash Hassan Reddick as more of a pure kind of pass rusher rather than a linebacker. Mm-hmm. And, Which I um, think is, is more of his, like, forte. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, yeah, you have to put these guys in the best available position to succeed. And um, putting him, you know, on the outside edge, kind of rushing the quarterback, I mean, that's going to ex- uh, help this defensive line uh, tremendously and obviously like you said again Brandon Graham back um, Barnett seems to be kind of uh, you know wanting to prove all the doubters wrong so yeah, I mean, uh, we'll he, definitely he's another one who needs to turn the corner you know but I think yeah. relative, you know we got significantly better on both sides of the game, if you ask me so I think there's no reason that you come from a nine and eight playoff berth to doing what you did in free agency and the draft and not making the playoffs this this year you have to make the playoffs this year post, um, and if post you, draft we became a way way better team and and definitely a, a division favorite where i'd say you know pre-draft maybe not so much but, but in my opinion post-draft i mean again this is going to ride or die on on the play of jalen hurts but you know from what we did last year making it to the playoffs at uh nine and seven i mean come on uh, after what we did in the draft, we have to be, you know, either the favorite or at least, you know, we're, we're a team to be reckoned with in the NFC. No, we, we definitely are. And especially, I mean, I, I put us ahead of the Cowboys now in our division. I really do. I mean, what, yeah, what, how can you not? I know. Especially with the way that their draft and free agency has gone and how it's been pretty much abysmal. Yeah, um, non- but you have to put you have to put us there and we're going to be one of those top teams in the NFC especially if Jalen Hurts takes that next step and I'm I'm certainly excited I mean we have a young core as well getting AJ Brown who's still young on a good deal especially in the market I mean this we could keep these players around for a long time and you know hopefully Miles comes around and if Miles doesn't well Kenneth Gainwell next man up and who who had a couple good games for us last year I mean this this offense is uh is really primed to fly no pun intended and uh, hopefully okay. uh, Sir- Sirianni can really, like, get the best out of him because it's really going to be a, uh, a tell year for Sirianni as well. He had a great first year. We had a playoff berth, especially when no one was expecting us to make the playoffs. 
Granted, we had an easier schedule down down the stretch, but Sirianni, all the cards are in, in you, you know in your hand also, and you need to you know put these guys in prime prime position to succeed. And Jalen Hurts is um, Jalen Hurts is going to be have, relying heavily on Sirianni to make him the best that he can be. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, again, all, all the all the we live and die on on Jalen Hurts, but I I think he'll be good. I think. Um, I think he's gonna have a big year, hopefully. <laughs> what did um? You, what did you think of uh, the other teams, man? What did you think? What do you think about the draft? Who, who do you think had the best draft? Well, you got to put the Jets up there, and you know, obviously, shout out to the Jetta Pod. But they isn't it crazy? Trade. Like you got to like like if you think about it, like the Jets. So they had they, so I mean they trade first of all Joe Joe D bro. Why do we ever let that man go? I know, but you know how we how we own the building, man. This uh, guy, this guy. First of all, I mean, after the first two picks, I'm sitting there. I'm like, all right, like the you know, they just won four games last year. So I mean, I don't know where this is gonna go, but like they got significantly better. And then and then he goes out and he moves up. He moves back into the first round and takes a guy who, in my opinion, should have went in the top ten. Yeah, I don't know why he and felt so, so far either. Why do I thought we were gonna? I thought we were gonna pick him at thirteen, trading up. I texted you as soon as we traded up, and I said Jermaine Johnson. Remember? Yeah, and especially that. And then what kind of like mind boggled me is that the uh, Ravens picked uh, Hamilton, especially after signing Marcus Williams to that huge deal. Yeah, I. I, I thought the Ravens were gonna pick Jermaine Johnson. I don't know where they went there, but the fact that he, he was able to, to swing it and move back into the first round and, and, and come away with Sauce, Garrett Wilson, and Tremaine Johnson, I mean, and then, you, and then he gets the best running back in the draft. Yeah. You know, no, look, the Jets, the Jets had a great draft, and I think that's kind of what everybody has been talking about is this Jets team, but, you know, they're still young. I mean, I don't know how much – like these players are going to have a huge impact, no doubt. But you really think the Jets are going to be able to compete with Miami or yeah. the Bills? No, I, no that, that's a team that 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 has a lot a lot of work to do. Um, yeah, Zach Wilson's nowhere near ready. I mean, in my opinion, I mean he he has to turn the corner. That team just falls apart. You know who I like that just like remained calm. You know, did what they had to do. They replaced players that left. I mean, the Chiefs. Picking up Sky Moore, and then uh, they drafted McDuffie as Equin. Yeah, I know. I mean that what the, the, these guys fell. These guys, you get you get Mahomes the weapon that replaces Hill. And look, I think regardless, the Andy Reid offense is still going to be, you know, obviously high profile. And you have Patrick Mahomes there. You still have Kelsey there. You, you get Sky Moore, Valdez Scanling. I mean, these guys are going to succeed in an Andy Reid type offense. So I mean, especially with what that division has done, I mean, you, yeah, that's gonna be the that's gonna be the best division of football by far. Yeah, they, they, the AFC West. Yeah, I mean, those guys are gonna compete every year, obviously, because of Mahomes. I wish. I hope. I hope we can. I hope. See, that's what my hopes for Jalen Hurts is that he could just become, you know, the guy for ten years. You know. I, Honestly, I, is it me or did I just get like flashes? And I don't know if it's just because of the running ability, but him just. Like Donovan Man. Yeah. Not as not as thick, but but yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I, I keep, I keep getting this image, and especially of him running the football. No, I get those images he, I, all the time, bro. Like I said, I, like as soon as we took, I, I watched, I started watching some like AJ Brown highlight tape after we, we acquired him, and I, I'm telling you, I just, I remember, you remember the the the, um, the touchdown Alshon Jeffrey caught in the Super Bowl when he was like backpedaling towards the back of the end zone. Yes, yes. First one, the long ball. You know, I just, I don't, I started watching these AJ Brown highlights. I'm like, this is, you know, I, I got this feel, you know, like this, this big guy who's going to go up and get those one-on-one balls and just be that, be that top, tall, big dude that we need on the outside. No, I, ex- exactly. And, you know, I was actually, I, I saw something today that was posted. The running, guess who the running back who had the most yards since 2010 was? Is he active? No, no longer active. Not active anymore. The running back with the most yards since 2010. Oh, no, dude, that's a wide list. Who is it? Our boy, Shady McCoy. Yeah, I could see that. My man was on a terror his first couple of years in, in Philly. Dude, him and Jackson? Oh, my God. That's a cheap shot, man. I know. Like, how do, you get, how do you get rid of those two guys? That was that. That was like sabotage. Yeah, it was. But you know what? Can you think of any other sport that gets so pumped for a schedule release? Oh man, I can't wait. What are What are some of the games that you're kind of eyeing? Some I of mean, the I, I, I think eyeing? I think we saw. I think our our home opener got leaked. I'm I'm pretty sure we opened week two Monday night against the Vikings. Yeah, we got we. Uh, it's a double header on week two for Monday Night Football. And we're the we're the second game. We're actually on ABC. Yeah, I like that. So that's nice. I'm, um, I mean, we, we who are we playing? I'm curious to see what's going to happen when Wentz comes back to Philly. Oh, that's going to be amazing, bro! You're going to get wrecked. <laughs> Dude, you you know what though? Like, I don't know why I feel like this, but I just have a feeling that he that he's they're going to win that game. The Commanders are going to win that game, and then we're going to come go going to Washington and just completely destroy them when we we see them. We have a very winnable schedule. So, so real quick, our, our home, home team, home games outside of, you know, Dallas, the commanders outside the division. Yeah. So we play the Packers, which yeah, will be tough. We play Jacksonville. That's gotta be a win. Minnesota, hopefully a win. The saints who are kind of like not rebuilding, but you know, trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, who's also trying to figure it out, and then Tennessee. So really, out of the eight games we play at home, or sorry, nine games we play at home, Green Bay and Tennessee are really the only challenge. Yeah, the, we should we should we should beat every other team that we play at home. Yeah, and then you go on the, and then you go on the road and you play Chicago, Detroit, and the Texans. Those got to be wins. And Indianapolis and Arizona, which are probably – so I would say out of our home and away, we have two two iffy games at home and two iffy games on the road. Other than that, these games are all winnable, bro. I'm not worried about the Colts. We crush Matt Ryan. I'm not worried we about Matt Ryan either, to be honest. I'm not. Yeah, you know, two – no, we don't – Matt Ryan does not beat us. But, uh, but, yeah, man, we should – you know, we're set up for, we're set up for some serious success this year, so – I wonder who they're oh. going to give us week one. They usually give us Washington week one, but, you know, I could see them kind of – I know they always try to do the Dallas Giant game week one, but 
I wouldn't I mean, mind we're the top. Dallas. I wouldn't mind playing Dallas week one either. I, I mean, let, let's let's see who the best team is in the division week one. Let's see. I'd love to shit all over the Giants week one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. How do you think they're going to be this year? Again, another team lives and dies. I mean, they have they they were so. I mean, I think they did great with with what they had, you know, to do with. Because I mean, they, they were so restricted, man. And, you know, they had no cap space, you know, outside of the two first round picks. I mean, not much going on there. So I don't know. I mean, that team's up in the air. I, I think they're they're headed in the right direction. But look, I believe. We're probably going to go four and two in the division. You're probably going to have two losses there. I would say maybe you probably have a loss to the Cowboys. You split with the Cowboys, and you probably split with the Redskins. But you got to take care of the Giants. Realistically, you should probably be five and one in the division. You're probably going to lose one game against the Cowboys, whether it's home or away. Realistically. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you you have to sweep the Commanders and you have to sweep the Giants, bro. Yeah, and especially coming around, but now you you play, you know, Jacksonville is a win. You get so you get the four home wins. You get Jacksonville is a win. Chicago, Detroit, and Houston. That's another four wins. That brings you to eight. And, you know, the Vikings, you know, Vikings are going to be a tough team. You know, they score points. Steelers with Trubisky and a rookie quarterback. I mean, they have a great defense, but that should be a win. So you throw in another two wins. That's your 10 wins right there. That's 10 and at least 10 and six. Take it. Yeah. Or 11. And then you you throw in another one. You know, that schedule of 12 wins is where you should aim. Yeah, 11-12 wins. You'll be up there. You'll have a home playoff game. Obviously, as a division division winner, but this is this is what this team has to do. And we're obviously going to see how uh, training camp goes and how this team goes looks into the preseason. But um, that's all the time we have for you today. Hopefully, you enjoyed listening. Um, catch us throughout the season um, on the Eagle Up Pod, a part of the Roster Up Media Network. Um, I'm your host, Matt along with Nick, and we'll catch you guys later, Eagle Nation. Go Birds!